A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Inmates at the John Burke Correctional Center have the opportunity to try their hand at dairy processing. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Wapon Dairy is part of the state's Bureau of Correctional Enterprises. The mission of the program is to provide jobs and training for inmates who then develop marketable skills that will benefit themselves and their communities in life after incarceration. At Wapon Dairy, workers bottle milk and make ice cream and sherbet for all correctional centers in Wisconsin and Minnesota. They also send dairy products to all of the mental health facilities in Wisconsin. Supervisor Corey Feets tells the story of the dairy plant, beginning with just how much product they're sending out the door. We are sending out half pints and ice cream and sherbet to Minnesota, and for the state of Wisconsin, we do half pints, five-gallon bags, uh, sherbet, and ice cream. All And all uh, uh, mental health facilities, Winnebago Mental Health, um, them kind of facilities. Um, we also do the Department of uh, Juvenile Corrections, too. On an example day, we usually run around 60,000 to 70,000 half pints a day. Um, we usually do probably 500 to 1,000 bags a day of five-gallon bags. Ice cream, we go do it in batches, so we usually get anywhere between 380 boxes to 400 boxes of sherbet or ice cream. It depends on how the mix runs and stuff like that. And each box contains 48 cups in a box. So we're roughly doing around 20,000 cups, maybe 25,000, depends on how the run rolls. And these are individual size cups, so it's four-ounce cups. So how many workers does it take to make that happen? Um, right now, I have like 25. Um, they come and go because they have, uh, just like normal people, they have health stuff going on. They have uh, DMV appointments. I mean, so I got people coming and going all the time. So, And it's also, also a constant training thing because they're only here for a short time. They're not in the, the big prisons. They're in the small, this small facility. So they might be leaving in a year or two or, you know, they have work release so they can go out in the community and fulfill their need there too. So I'm always trained. We're always training is constant. So and that also leads me to um, ask if you ever see like a labor shortage it, or or guys always are you always able to fill the spots that you need? Um, it comes and goes with the pandemic um, last year. We really struggled hard because it was very limited staff and there was a lot of things going on and the half pints were over the top where we were having struggling just to make them. I mean, we were starting at like four in the morning. We worked till six o'clock at night just to fill the needs. And sometimes it was, and if it broke down, we're here till it's done, you know, until we figure it out and, and get it back on. So there was times we were here till eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. And then you had to turn around and start again at four in the morning. So it's sometimes a big problem. So the reason we had to do more half pints was because everybody was doing single serve sizing where, you know, that means that everybody stayed in the cell and ate from their cell where we usually you have general population where they would go to the cafeteria and you could go get a, a glass of milk or right out of the cooler, like a five gallon bag, you know, how you used to lift the handle up and put yeah. a glass. That's, that's why they don't have that. So that's why we had to do so many extra for that. We also had problems getting stuff, you know, here. So we planned out ahead where we had to order more product to put product in so and that was becoming a problem too because they were having problems you know getting it to us so there was a lot of things involved in that 
who would have thought? You guys are a small dairy, but you're a fully operational dairy. And just like all the, those others in Wisconsin, you had to deal with supply chain, supply chain issues. Right, exactly. And, I, and I'm having that problem right now is uh, we can't get whey. So, I mean, we're going to be living here in ice cream in the next week or two because I just can't get whey to add it to the ice cream. So, so whey is a challenge, as you just said, finding whey. What about containers? Um, containers, we haven't had uh, really a problem, but everything is being backed up. Um, I just bought a truckload of ice cream cups, and usually it takes two to three weeks, and now it's back out to six weeks. So we're going to be really tight on the on uh, on them coming back here for us to get ice cream in the cup. So we'll see what happens. So I mean, it's a give and take a little bit there. When we had trucks come here, um, the the uh, drivers come out and they also have food product on their trucks well we had to learn how to not let them in the building anymore so we had to figure out what went where how it went so when they had it they had it organized so when they went to the next stop it was ready so that led us into a lot of other problems because we have a very small cooler and to get stuff lined up and put it out of the truck and hold it and they'd go and load their product and put groceries in. So that becomes a huge, big, a lot bigger problem than what people realize. So that was one of the problems. And just uh, getting, you know, keeping everything clean and sanitized. I mean, we went through the door handles. About every three hours, we'd sanitize the door handles, um, that kind of stuff, just so because we had COVID really bad here. I mean, all my staff and me had had it. When that happened, staff had to leave work to quarantine, creating a staffing shortage. Right, and then we were because there was one time where I was out. We we had to shut down for a complete day and a half because we had nobody here to work, you know, or watch the inmates work or show them how what we needed to do. So we were behind eight ball there, and um, so we finally got our everybody back to, and healthy again. So that was a big problem here, you know, and we only have five staff, so only so many people can be off at a time. So, you know, and we were down to one person, so it, it became a huge deal here. How do you, I mean, how do you mitigate COVID in a dairy processing plant? You have to be close together, and yeah. the show must go on. Right, because right. yeah, cows don't stop, so, and people need, want, needed the milk, and, you know, it's, their right to have milk in the state prison so we had to figure out a way we had to work on the weekends and stuff like that and not that it's not a bad thing to work on the weekend but we usually don't we usually have that and then usually we're a day or two ahead and we were only maybe an hour or two ahead so it, it became a huge problem and just the, the the how many more half fights we had to do it was considerable we you know we do 50 60 000 we were doing 90 to 100 000 and in a little dairy like in one machine that takes a long time you know so yeah. that put a lot of strain on staff and you know that that if you ever had covid and then you have the kind of like that brain freeze thing you know from covid <laughs> so it was hard to function so yeah it was a hard time here has that kind of those issues subsided yeah, they ha they have, but we still there is still COVID in the prisons, and we work around it. And we try to be very careful. Like I said, we don't usually let the drivers in. They're starting to come a little bit back, come in just to check their load. But um, other than that, we try to keep ourselves isolated as best we can. And you know, my my staff is, you know, has to be careful where they go and what they do. And you know, I kind of have to kind of tell them help them out a little bit. You know, just be careful where you go because we don't need COVID back here. It, it was real real big thing here so and as you said you know the cows don't stop and when you mentioned this on our walkthrough but where does the milk come from it comes from the both uh oregon farm and uh, uh wapan farm we go to oregon uh every other day and then we go to wapan every day so oregon gives us about ten thousand a day so we pick up twenty thousand every other day and wapan anywhere between twenty eight and thirty thousand pounds a day so that's how we 
make things yeah. go here. And then I wanted to ask a follow-up question to the ingredients stuff I asked you earlier. Um, you mentioned whey, uh, some container issues, but what about like cocoa or lemon and orange flavoring for the sherbets? How has supply been getting that? Um, actually, that's a good question because um, lemon we we can't get right now. It's I don't know why. I don't know what goes into making the lemon, but we can't get it. So we're kind of short there. And like I said, whey, um, non-fat dry milk and um, sugar. Uh, usually we get it the next day we got to wait a week or two so we got to plan ahead and you know and figure out how we're gonna what we can make and what we can't make just so we can keep running you know so it's a challenge all the way around people don't realize that you know and then you also said guys are here you know for you know only a couple years usually so you're always training basically we just kind of show them what 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 we're expected at the beginning and we always put them in the crate room and and to go in the crate room that's like washing the crates and bringing them from the institutions and we wash them sanitize then we bring them out and fill them in the um, half pints and five gallon bags go in there and then they start in you know getting to used to what's going on and then they move out and you know new people move in and we do the same thing all over again so there's only like five guys that have to work here six months so we have a little continuity in those jobs because it takes a while to learn these jobs so in the real world you know these these kind of jobs play pretty good big money for you know some kind of food industry that would needs um, you know pasteurization or packaging or stuff like that how do the guys get the opportunity to work here and how do they get the job is it an interview process application well this is kind of a little different here the um People at the John Burke Correctional Center, they have a work release co coordinators, and they put people over here to, they after they've done their 30 days of continuity over there, then they can come out and start here. And then if they do good here, then they can start moving outside the into the community, you know, like, for an example, they've, like, helped the city paint lines, uh, park benches, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, they keep working their way out. So, And then eventually, workers can be employed by a private company through a work release job. The company pays them a regular wage that goes into their institution account. The money in that account can go towards their release savings account or other financial obligations like child support. Some people need rent money, you know, or tools for the job that they get hired to. So we have a program called the Transition Program, and uh, what they do is get the person's resume together and they also look for jobs wherever they're going to live so if they lived in the Wausau area and they weren't going to be a construction worker and they had no tools they would help them with the, getting some tools and get them jobs where they have to go out and apply for them they, they're not going to give them the job but they have the tools to take out with them to apply at these jobs and you know learn what they've learned in the industries here to do that job. I want to talk about security here and then also when off-site how are you monitoring them? Well, we, we monitor them through, we have a camera system, which you can't see right now, but we have a camera system, um, and we watch them. Um, they have to follow the rules, you know, just like anybody else in any other job. You, I mean, you can't have a fight at work. You're going to get fired. Same thing here. You know, just that kind of stuff happens, you know. So, I mean, that, that's kind of the security issues we do. When they go outside, they have to, you know, follow the rules because sooner or later they're going to be out, and they got to follow the rules or they're coming right back, you know, because there's been, um, we call them kind of retreads, and they get in trouble and they come back and they're back at the dairy work and i've had quite a few people come come back and work here for a few more months because they screwed up out in the real world and the parole officer brought them back and then they start working here again and, and Corey says it's important to note that the correctional facility knows exactly who is leaving the building and what time they're expected to come back and Corey says he's never had anyone walk away from the plant in his 22 years 
well, people come over here to learn a job, and, and people don't realize, it, you know, like you and I, that just coming to work, that's a skill. I mean, getting up in the morning, being on time, that's a skill, and people forget that. And, and you know, you got to kind of take baby steps with them, you know. I mean, I really have nothing to hang over their head to say, oh, you're going to do this or that, you know, or you're in trouble. I, I can't really do that because they can just quit if they want, you know, so they want to make money or they want to learn skills so i always use this thing hey you have all the power in the world i have none until you screw up then i have the power so i mean that's how i deal with the inmates so that's the way it goes here do you feel like this is helping the demand for agricultural workforce right now i think it helps anytime you have somebody that has some kind of knowledge of it i think that helps now is a guy from downtown milwaukee going to go out to the farm work or go to a dairy work i'm not so sure but there are skills that, that we use that they can apply anywhere, you know. So I think that's a big, big thing for us. That's Wapon Dairy Plant Manager Corey Feets. The dairy plant is part of Wisconsin's Bureau of Correctional Enterprises. Again, the mission of this program is to provide jobs and training for inmates who can develop then marketable skills that will benefit them and their communities in life after incarceration. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.